Again, welcome back to another episode of our podcast and technically the first ever episode of Out Front. We love the name Real Talk, but there was too many, uh, too many, you know, other episodes or not episodes, podcasts with the name Real Talk. So Out Front sounds even better. Uh, today uh, on our agenda, we have uh, a, a lot of things, actually. Uh, one of the bigger things, uh, more uh, recent news, the Miami Marlins are having an outbreak among their team. Their season is postponed, affecting six other teams. What do you think about that? Um, 19 players tested positive. That yeah. is shocking to me. That's a lot of people. And, and um, I, I don't know how that all – I think that happened in a matter of days. Like it happened a couple of days and they had 19 people. It's it's definitely lack of um lack of responsibility among staff players and the whole the whole Miami staff like the whole Miami Marlins team to let something like this happen is just it's terrible in times like these so it's really it's gonna affect them big time they are currently unable to play the season because their whole roster they're out yeah um I know. So they had to postpone the game with the Phillies, the Philadelphia Phillies. Um, well, not also. So the earliest they can't. The Mar. If I'm reading this correctly, the Marlins will also not play until Monday at the earliest. So, yeah, and uh, I've been doing my research. Apparently, outfielder outfielder Harold Ramirez, one of the players who did test positive, he had symptoms earlier in the week, but they definitely improved. But he was having symptoms before he tested positive of being sick. So I'm curious to know if any other players were um, having symptoms and why they didn't uh, report them or the team didn't take action. See, I, I see the big problem with, you know, sports, even though they do COVID tests, you don't really get the results for a couple of days. So they could be positive at that moment, but you don't know. And I feel like that's one of the biggest problems, even though they're doing daily testing, you don't find out if you're positive until a couple of days after. So yeah. I just I think that's one of the bigger problems that the league has to look uh, look to um, into doing. Current update on the team: they're all quarantined in a Philadelphia hotel. No one can leave the rooms, but um, they are. We are told that the players have all the medical attention and food and everything they need, accommodations to deal with this. Yeah, that at least that. Yeah, at least uh, sounds like I. I don't think any of them are like seriously ill. I think it's just they're affected with it. It's no uh, none of them are, you know, possibly close to you know have the chance of dying. I think they're all going to make it through it. Um, something really interesting. I uh, again, I found out is uh, to stay in shape. The players were told to put their mattresses against the walls and practice p- pitching throwing at the mattress that is against the wall, the wall so you don't break anything. But that's kind of cool that they are still practicing inside. Yeah, inside the hotel room. Just hope they don't, you know, accidentally hit a, a mirror or something like that. That'd be kind of funny. Yeah, or out the window and go ahead and hit Will <laughs> yeah. walking down the street with his mommy. But um, and there goes Timmy. There goes Timmy. Um, but, yeah, it's good to see that they're still trying to stay in shape. They're dedicated to finishing the season off. Yeah. And hopefully they'll all be healthy soon. Yeah, I mean, I feel like um, that's one of the biggest problems with sports returning. I feel like it's honestly too early. I mean, and uh, let me check the stats. As of right now, we have four, almost about four and a half million cases uh, in the United States of coronavirus. And I think that a lot of it's coming up in the the northeastern area, like New England area. And then a lot of it's in the uh, Florida area. A lot, you know, where Miami is. I feel like it's just too early. And we are experiencing abundance in SoCal too. Yeah, uh, but I think the second biggest hotspot in the United States is California. I can see it right here. It's a California, New York, and Florida. It looks like the biggest hotspots. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Anyways, uh, if you didn't know, uh, the NFL training camp is now underway. Finally, gosh, I mean, so many negotiations between the Players Association and the NFL. Um, but they have to start reporting uh, to get COVID tests. COVID tests, so they, uh, I think it's like two, I think they two tests. I'm not exactly sure. I have to look into that. But 
We all, um, we all saw this coming, too. Yeah, we did. People start to get tested. Uh, I know one big name. Uh, so, you know, usually players, if they don't report, um, they have to tell their team. Usually, they usually tell their team, you know, I'm not reporting. This is the reason why. Vic Beasley, which is one of the Titans, Tennessee Titans' biggest free agent signings, did not report without a reason. Very interesting. I feel like a lot of players are um... – Due to family issues, they're not uh, reporting. Also, due to their own, their own personal issues, some might be scared. They don't want to get the virus. They want to stay healthy, but that is no excuse to skip out on any team exercises or being healthy. Yeah, I, I feel like if you're if they don't report for no reason, I mean that's just what if if you claim that's COVID, but you didn't say why. I mean, I know I can I can understand why some players are opting out, like um. Dante Hightower, which is one of the bigger names to opt out, and he just had a kid. And I mean, for it's 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 a family decision. More that's than a valid family. reason. Valid. That, reason. Yeah, it's a it's a valid reason. Uh, and I think they're still getting paid. Uh, players with risk, like high risk, get paid three hundred fifty thousand. Uh, and players that are just opting out because of COVID, they get one hundred fifty thousand. And uh, even though they're opting out for the year, their contract goes to next year. So even if you, uh, this is the last year of your contract, you still have to play for the team next year. Um, yeah, I just, I'm not surprised, honestly, that this players, are you surprised that players are opting out? Because I'm honestly not. Not surprised at all. I think a lot of players are um, almost giving up on their sports yeah. due to all this. Not patient enough. They're not waiting on opportunities or chances that they could be taking to be healthier. It, it's, um, it's honestly, it's not surprising at all. It's not. And I feel like the league, you know, I, the league and the players association, like sports in general, the opt-outs can kind of be blamed to the leagues because they were pushing for teams, you know, for sports to return pretty much because it was a financial decision. They wanted to continue to make money and profit. And I feel like the league, again, rushed it too early. And I feel like we're going to see – we're definitely going to see some type of Marlins case happen, you know, maybe in the NBA or in the, in the NFL or the NHL. I think it's going to happen in other sports too, not exclusively to baseball. No, definitely not. But um, there are other teams who are, are – def- there are other, um, I want to say, sports that are definitely handling this a lot better – in the NFL and MLB, and that one sport is basketball. Yeah, I feel like um, the bubble is, you know, it'll keep it contained. It won't, it'll keep, if they if an outbreak starts, they can basically keep everyone there. They're not traveling. There's no really high risk. They're limiting the risk in that bubble. And for the NFL, I don't think there's a really possible way for the NFL or the MLB to do a bubble, maybe in the MLB, but NFL might be a little tough. I don't know where you're going to find. Yeah, you're right on that. I don't see – there because you have to look at it. There are way more players on NFL teams. You have about 50, 60-man rosters. MLB teams and basketball teams, it's down to 20-man rosters. So you, yeah. have to, you have to look at the capability of these teams and what they can do. It would be a lot harder to house um, NFL teams in a bubble. I know uh, MLB, if I remember reading this correctly, uh, throughout the season, they have to slowly start cutting players. Like, there's a certain deadline. I think, like, 15 games in, they have to cut down to 28 players. Uh, they're currently at 30 players. So they're going to start slowly cut down their roster to, I think, about 25, which is a, uh, a little bigger than the NBA rosters. Yeah, uh, I know. Um, it'll be interesting to see what happens, though, coming the end of the season. Yeah, so today, uh, today as I said, was July 30th. Uh, the first NBA game is actually underway right now. Uh, currently, the Utah Jazz versus the New Orleans Pelicans. First quarter, Utah is up 12-8. to eight. Uh, If you have to pick for the later game today, which is the Lakers-Clippers, a very high-anticipated game, which is, you know, the predicted Western Conference matchup, who do you take uh, for today's first? Uh, who do you take for the Lakers you, or Clippers? You see, Colin, I've been looking at this game all week. I'm excited for this game, especially. We've been waiting – We've been waiting for this a long, long time. Months. 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 I cannot wait to watch this game later. I'm going to have to take the Clippers in this one. 
Clippers, I think, will come out with a win. Yeah, I couldn't agree uh, more for today. I just feel like they have the better team with, you know, Kawhi. They have uh, – is Lou Williams back? I forget. I'm pretty sure Lou – yeah, he returned. Lou he Williams returned. is back. However, Patrick Beverly is not because he did opt out of the bubble. Ah, uh, yes. And then – but the good thing is the Clippers were really plagued by injuries this past year. Paul George and Kawhi Leonard were really rarely their, – their starting lineup, their best lineup was rarely on the starting. Uh, was barely together. So I think I think for a lot of teams that were injury-plagued, this is the the – the hiatus, the postponement of the season really helped their team. Oh, so I just now found out Patrick Beverly is considered questionable to play in tonight's game versus the Lakers. Um, turns out he did not uh, attend his morning shoot-around on Thursday. Um, so uh, it's questionable to see if he'll be playing. Yeah, looking at the Lakers injury report, Anthony Davis, Kyle Kuzma, Contavious Caldwell-Pope, and LeBron James are all day-to-day uh, on their injury report. Do you think we'll see a full, healthy Lakers lineup? Because I thought we were, honestly. I I believe there will be a healthy lineup because uh, I know players are anticipating to play. They want to get back out there, handle the ball. So I think there'll be a – I think everyone will be playing tonight. Um, can't say that about the Clippers. Clippers, um, they will be shorthanded significantly tonight. They are going to be missing quite a lot of players. Yeah, and I feel like um, looking at the standings for the NBA, uh, as we mentioned earlier, I feel like the placement games aren't really needed, honestly. There's, yeah. no, there's no way that a team, you know, like the Clippers, are going to push to the number one seed five and a half games uh, behind the Lakers. Eight games is just not enough. I don't think it's possible. I feel like the, they should have just gone right to the playoffs. And especially, sorry to cut you off again, but um, the Clippers, Montrez Harrell, Lou Williams, Patrick Beverly will not be playing tonight. That's so gonna, that's going to that, be a big that will hurt. Patrick Beverly is questionable, but Harrell and Williams are definitely not playing tonight. Yeah, um, yeah, that's gonna that's gonna hit their chances. That's, but now hearing that, I think I'm, I I think I'll take the Lakers. You know, they're more healthy. I'm still going to go with the Clippers because of um, Kawhi Leonard and Paul George, what they can do. Also, Vichy Zubac, if I said that right, definitely, definitely going to uh, – those are my picks. Anyways, uh, the next really uh, – the latest thing to come out was, uh, if you didn't know, the NFL Top 100 Players list came out. Uh, well, oh. finished yesterday. The full oh list came gosh. out um, yesterday. The The list was – it's hard to watch. I I don't know what was happening. I, I, I don't know what the players were thinking. I don't know what they were smoking at the time when they were voting. <laughs> I mean this is just this is just not it's it's absurd. It's absurd. Like some of the picks make sense. Some of them don't. Uh I don't think I don't think any of them make sense to be honest. Um there okay, well of course there are some there are some good um good picks but definitely i'm a little upset about the top 10 yeah i i know a lot of people are there was a lot of i know i've felt the same way we were talking about this last night you want to do would you like to get into the top 10 yeah we'll we'll get, we'll get right into the top 10 so I, ha- I have the list for you um yeah i have it too yeah yeah starting at number 10 derrick henry i don't believe he's a top 10 player in the league me neither. Me neither. Uh, I feel like Julio, Bobby Wagner, they those guys uh, more likely, you know, Charles belong. Kelsey, JJ. Well, there's so many other. Ch- yeah, Chandler Jones and Rogers. Uh, Aaron, no, Chandler Jones. I feel like should have been that 10 spot, even though he was at 15 behind Tom Brady. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So um, number, number, number nine, th- Stephon Gilmore. That that makes sense. Uh, I I would have maybe put him ahead of DeAndre Hopkins. But, I, I believe that makes perfect sense. Gilmore but, had a breakout season, multiple touchdowns too. Yeah, he scored two touchdowns, uh, had two pick sixes, one against the Bengals and one against Charlie's hometown Miami Dolphins. <laughs> uh, We're not going to talk about that. Great player though, uh, Stephon Gilmore. Wonderful player, deserves to be there. Yeah, lockdown corner. Time. Number eight, DeAndre Hopkins. 
Yeah, again, I, he, he deserves to be in top 10, but I would have probably moved him back to number nine. Uh, otherwise, yeah. he, he deserves to be in the top 10. It makes as close as possible. Definitely. I believe he should be in the top 10. Great player. Number seven, George Kittle, San Francisco. George Kittle, um, you know, he's the, this is the highest ranking for a tight end, which is uh, ever since this list uh, became a thing. Uh, used to be held by Rob Gronkowski. He got up to number nine now. Kittle's up to seven. Honestly, I feel like this makes sense. I feel like five to seven in t- like general makes sense. Well, Kittle is all around a great player. He's got good hands, amazing blocker. However, I don't think he's the number one tight end in the NFL. Oh, you're going to say Travis Kelsey, aren't you? I am going to say Travis Kelsey. The, um, the, the only reason I don't agree with you is because I feel like Kittle is like another Gronkowski. He's not only a good pass catcher, but he's a dominant blocking tight end. He is a dominant blocking tight end. Um I'm only saying uh, Travis Kelsey because he's a good target. He, he's consistent. He's always there. Um, I believe he'll be one of the best tight ends for a couple more years. But now that I think about it, Kittle is the future. He's young still. Yeah, and he's still – His blocking he's on the, is just amazing. His blocking yeah. is great. Uh, do you want to read out number six on the list? Number six, Christian McCaffrey. He should be higher. He should, I think he should have been number four. I would, no, maybe number three. I would have moved him ahead of Lamar and Russell Wilson because he was literally the engine that drove that Panthers offense. He had over 2,000 uh, scrimmage yards this year. He, he's the reason the Panthers got any wins at all. Oh, yeah. If they didn't have uh, him on that team, they would have been 3-13. and 13, Exactly. Honestly. There's not much else to say about that. Number five, Michael Thomas. Uh Again, he, you know, he said a little high. I feel like he would have been six, maybe seven. I know he said, you know, the NFL record for catches in a season, but nah, he's seven. I personally, if I'm going to have any receiver on my team, it will be Michael Thomas. I think he's the best receiver in the league right now as it is. Oh yeah, for sure. People definitely hate on him. He's a great receiver. However, I just don't think he should be top five. Um, Put him up a little higher. Um, but, yeah, Michael Thomas deserves to be in top ten, definitely. Number four, oh, yeah. this is where this is where the, the, gears, the gears in my head start to turn a little bit. Now, this person who I'm about to read, number four, just signed a 10-year, $503 million contract with the Kansas City Chiefs, won a Super Bowl, only 24 years old. A- it's the man, Patrick my freaking homes. And they put him at four. How do you put at four? The kid okay, the kid's twenty-four. What? He has five hundred three billion dollar contract. He has a Super Bowl MVP. He has a league MVP. He has a Super Bowl ring. And you're telling me he's four. This I just is his third year in the NFL. Yeah, he's like he's I can understand second year like he he's been a dominant, you know, in his first dominant player. In his first NFL season, he threw 50 touchdowns and over 5,000 yards. That's, that's crazy. It's ridiculous. And the audacity to not put him at number one. I'm sorry. The number, we'll get to the number one later. But that, Patrick Mahomes should not be number four. He, Patrick Mahomes definitely should be at least, at least number two on this list. I honestly felt like he – I was expecting as a – you know, I was watching the list, the, the live show, and I honestly was expecting Patrick Mahomes to finish one, and then I get, oh, he's number four. I'm like, what? You've got to be kidding. Like Russell, we'll, we'll get to the list. We'll talk about it later, but number three. All right, number three. Let's, let's read off. Number three. Um, hold on. Sorry about that call. Uh, number three, Aaron Donald. Uh, you know, this is a respectable rating uh, ranking. I mean, I would have honestly put him at number two. Um, but, you know, three, it makes sense. I mean, he's, he's still one of the, you know, probably the best defensive tackle in the league. There's no one else like him. No one else. 59 tackles, um, 11 sacks, four forced fumbles. Those are good numbers. Ama- not just good. Those are elite numbers. Elite. E-L. Oh, yeah. Uh, number two? Number two. Russell Wilson. Yeah, this was one of the more questionable picks. Um, Five for sure, but uh, really? Number, number, t- number two? 
like he did statistically, he did have a really good season through for over 4,000 yards, completed 66% of his passes, 31 touchdowns, five interceptions. Um, I mean, it I mean, overall he, it was a good year. He had a really good year MVP caliber season, but I honestly can't see him. Um, you know, I would have put him maybe at four. I would have switched him with Mahomes. Uh, because the number one pick just the number one on this list is even more wild. I mean, I, Colin, if it if it pleases the crowd, could I read who I believe the top ten should be? Yeah, go ahead. Number ten, Stephon Gilmore. Okay. I, okay. Sure. I, 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 okay. I can see. You know that. what? Actually, I'm gonna rearrange this. And this is, by the way, this is just the people who are already there. So the, I'm just rearranging the top ten as it is. Number 10, Derrick Henry. Sorry, I spoke wrong. Derrick Henry, number 10. Nine, Stephon Gilmore. Eight, Kittle. Seven, Hopkins. Six, Michael Thomas. Five, Russell Wilson. Four, Christian McCaffrey. Three, Lamar Jackson. Two, Aaron Donald. One, Patrick Mufrickin Holmes. I mean that that's a pretty good list. Um that, that's just what I personally think. Um it's not perfect. I just kinda came up with it top of my head. That's what I believe, but I just don't I don't like this top one hundred, this top ten list. Yeah, it's a it's pretty rough. Um I am making mine right now actually because uh, I don't I'm not good at remembering things. It's past the time I'm going to hum a song for you guys. Um um but yeah i mean i felt like the rest of this was pretty good um but anyways i'm gonna read out my list so at number 10 i still had derrick henry uh you know still dominant back but okay number nine deandre hopkins on uh number eight was stefan gilmore Uh, i didn't i just just to say i I just kept the same players just rearrange it like charlie Mm and number six i had Wait, did I say number seven was uh, Michael Thomas? Um, number six, some people might not agree with me, but honestly, Lamar Jackson is number six for me. Um, and the only reason I say that is I, I think he's a great player, you know, very, you know, shifty and agile, but he's not a great passer. You know, I understand. Honestly. If you watch the You're Pro right. Bowl, if you watch the Pro Bowl, he sucked. He literally only did was run the ball. It was bad. Here, Q, Q put up the clips of Lamar Jackson throwing the ball. We're just going to put well, those up for you. I don't know if we can because the NFL copyrights it. You know what? It's, it's Right now, the NFL, we're in a bad spot with them. Yeah, Copyright us if you want. They're, here are the clips, okay? It's just, it's just no. If, well, yeah, if you watch the clips, you know, he did lead, uh, lead the league in touchdowns. But if you watch, he's like, if you watch the Pro Bowl where they do the against the corners, it was absolutely horrendous. He was, mis- was, he was abysmal. Yeah, it was pretty bad. Anyways, at number five, I have George Kittle, um, you know, getting great tight end. At yeah. number four, Christian McCaffrey. Uh, number three is Russell Wilson. Uh, number two is Aaron Donald. And number one is, of course, Patrick freaking Mahomes. Okay. I mean, I feel like that's more respectable list than, you know, having Lamar Jackson as the number one player. Um. But uh, did you know that Lamar Jackson had the best ascension ever for an NFL player in the top 100 list? Really? He went from unranked to number one in one season, which has never been done before. Oh, I apologize for that. Um, yes, that – okay, I, you do have to give him that. Um, that is impressive. Because he – look, let's not forget the fact he had a great, he had a great season. Um, really good job. He's a good quarterback. He's a good fit for that Ravens team. Oh, yeah, for sure. We've been hating on him a bit, but let's not forget, he is one of the most elusive quarterbacks there is right now. He can run. He can throw. Just he needs to work on that. But um, if you need a first down, he's the man you go to. A little fake quick pitch to the left. Go. He runs to the right. He's a good quarterback. So let's just give him – Give him some yeah. trade. He, you know, he deserved MVP. You know, he ran one of the best offenses in the league. He um he really drove that offense. He was like the the last missing piece that team really needed to be a good team. And so I'll give uh Harbaugh uh their coach a 
excuse me, a round of applause for that. But um, I just, you know, I don't agree with him being, you know, ranked the number one player. Yeah. Uh, anyways, the last uh, big thing on our sports agenda for today, the new NHL franchise. I am excited about this one. The Seattle Kraken. As a huge hockey fan, I've always been one. I love this. I love the design. It's put up a photo of the logo. Yeah. And the jerseys. Um, really quick, talk about the coloring. Beautiful shades of light blue. Um, oh, yeah, I love sure the palette. The, Make sure with the navy blue, it, it, it's just, it's it's appealing to the eye. It gets me excited. I see the little sliver of red in the I'm just excited to see this team play. It's an expansion team. They don't have a roster yet, but we'll, we'll find out. once. They uh, don't have a roster. Um, who knows? I'm excited to find out if they'll be what the, like the Vegas Golden Knights, that expansion team. Yeah, dude. Oh my God. Shout out Gavin Nassau. Shout out, shout out Gavin. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah uh, Vegas Golden Knights. Um, let's see if they can pull what the Vegas Golden Knights did. Um, yeah, if, if you don't remember, the, the Knights, didn't they go to the finals, right? That they their did first go year. to the Stanley Cup against the Washington Capitals, and I believe they lost. They, yeah, they the lost. Game in, they lost in six games? Yeah, I'd have to look that up. But I'm pretty, yeah, I do remember them losing. But, they, I mean, they made a good run for They made a beautiful ex- run. That team was unbeatable. And even this year – they're unbeatable. They might. They are uh, Stanley Cup uh, contenders definitely this year. So um, that team did it right. So let's see if what Seattle can do. Um, really quick, they will be in the Western Conference as part of the Pacific Division. Yeah, that makes sense. You know, they're on the they're on the Pacific Coast, so that makes complete sense. Yeah. Uh, so um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, if looking at the series, the yeah, no, the uh, they actually lost. The, they actually lost in five. They won the Knights won the first game, uh, and then the Capitals won four straight, winning the series. Yeah, I can't stop the Capitals. A Ovechkin, beauty of a player, passes but, the puck well. But you, we, on his toes. we do have to remember that most expansion teams usually suck. Like they have, they really struggle. If you look at the, you know, the Jacksonville Jaguars when they came to the league, they were terrible. Like they are. <laughs> Um, anyways, we're going to continue our trend of sports, but in the high school world, if you didn't know what we talked about this, um, high school sports are returning, but do you think we should have it, you know, now a week later talking about it again, do you think we should have high school sports? Well, I'm going to say, I think we should have it, of course, because I love sports to death. Um, I really hope we do. I mean, but do I think we should have it on a moral standpoint? Like on a health standpoint? On a health standpoint? It's not safe. Yes, but with drastic changes. Yeah, I feel like, and I, I feel like you know, people use you know while well, they're doing in the pros, but you know, high school teams don't always have the resources that a pro team does. So I feel like not at all, not at all. Yeah, they have nowhere near the resources to help protect their players and their coaching staff and their trainers and you know everyone to they, protect them from COVID. They have. Little some even some high schools have little to no resources, um, depending on the high school. So, yeah, because if you if you think about this, if one if there's an outbreak in a team that could potentially shut down the school and then push back us returning to school even more, think about that. That's crazy to think about. Yeah, that could be really bad. Um, and one outbreak in one school it could affect another school, and I can just go a spiral down so it's definitely it's a huge risk but um yeah some schools are willing to take it quite surprising yeah i just i I honestly well we could we could talk about this you know when sports really do return and was it december uh we could talk about this again you know see how the you know coronavirus is doing how the vaccine but right now looking at how we're trending with the corona uh coronavirus it's not looking good for sports to return not at all, and it breaks my heart, but um, hopefully uh, hopefully we do see sports again as high schoolers. Yeah, we do. Uh, anyways, COVID is uh, still going strong, unfortunately. Really strong. Yeah, it kind of sucks. Uh, the United States added uh, 63.2 thousand new cases of coronavirus, unfortunately. But uh, looking at the total number, uh, you know, I said it was four and a half million earlier. Uh, about half of those people have recovered. So 
That's good to know. That's really good. Yeah. Um, hospitals got to give it to them. They're doing a fantastic job of um, helping out with everybody, keeping things going. Um, we just hope that everyone gets healthy again. So things are back to normal. Yeah. The, looking at the worldwide numbers, we hold about 2 million of the 7 million active cases uh, in the world, which kind of sucks. Looks like we're really the reason we have a lot of the cases. Um, but yeah. At least we're number one, though. <laughs> yeah, we're always number one, baby. Let's go. <laughs> we're always number one, but uh, the wrong thing. It's okay, though. Um, I see, I definitely see faith in humanity restoring. And yeah, look, well, the good news is anything like this ever happens again, we'll make sure it never happens again. Yeah. Because we'll yeah. see what happened last time. Um, anyways, uh, the next, uh, oh, one big thing that just happened. Sean McCoy, six-time Pro Bowler, is signing with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Wow, that was a that's an update, right? When did that happen? Uh, it happened about an hour ago. Not currently four thirteen. So it uh, looks like an hour ago, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers just got slightly better. I mean, it's it's drastically improving the run game that was really relying on an okay running back named Ronald Jones. Ronald. Second, love but Ronald. It gives Tom Brady even more support. Uh, you know he is for almost he's going to be forty three, so that gives him a lot more support in the run game. Yeah, no, that'll definitely help him out a bit. Cause look, he needs to he can throw the ball as much as he wants, but you got to give Brady a break sometimes. Um, that's going to help him out big time. Good vocabulary word, like Colin said, drastically. Love that. Good job. Um, that'll be the the word for the day. Word of the day: drastically. Drastically. Um. Love that. So good, good signing by the Buccaneers. That'll definitely improve uh, the team. Honestly, my dad uh, thinks that the Buccaneers are super, like heavy Super Bowl favorites. Like they're gonna take it no matter what, unless they get injury plagued. And you know, Sean Jones is always right. Commander Sean Jones, do you? <laughs> yeah. Um. Anyways, uh, we're gonna talk about Portland again. Uh, we talked about this a little bit last week. We didn't really get into what we thought about it because we were still gathering facts at the time. Yeah, yeah. Um, we, we still are gathering facts. Yeah, but we did learn some big new things um, big on why details. federal officers were there. Um, because as we said, I remember we did mention that. It was like, they're not going to be there for no reason. There's a reason they're there. Um, but it turned out to be is because they, the protesters were attacking a federal property, which was the courthouse. That gives Trump the legal right to send in federal officers. Yeah, um, it is a touchy subject, but um, as I was researching with Colin, uh, this is actually last night, attacking a legal building like that, you are technically obligated to call in for some extra force to help you guys help them out. So I believe that was a reason, the reason for calling in those federal officers. And um, only sketchy thing about it, the arresting. Yeah, they're like pulling people into unmarked vans. They did that in like uh, in New York. There was like NYPD officers who did the same thing. They pulled a protester, in, but she was released the next day. She was released the next day, but um, that kind of behavior—it's definitely very questionable. And um, by the way, we're not taking any sides here. We're just spitting what's facts. Um, so I, I don't, I need, I, I, I'm gonna keep researching on this topic, but they were legally allowed to call in those officers. So there's nothing wrong with that. It's the fact that they were arresting people. That was what was a little sketchy about it. Yeah, but um, I did read that they are actually withdrawing. There's gonna, uh, they're calling it a, uh, what is it? Yeah, a phase withdrawal uh, from the city's downtown area. So they're gonna slowly be pulling out agents uh, from Portland. So that seems, yeah, see, it says the Portland Police Bureau was actually banned from cooperating with federal law enforcement officers last week under new policies unanimously passed by their city council. Uh, that's that's not – I feel like that's a really bad idea. With the, I do too. Definitely why, not good. Why would you want to ban your police from working with having more support? I know people are going to be like, well, you know, police don't need the support. But I mean, when they honestly with... do, the rioting has gotten out of hand there. Yeah, There's I mean, people 
sorry, go on. I mean, I was just going to say like, you're the writing and you know, there's, you know, it's anarchy out there and you don't want to give them the support. That's outrageous. That's and outrageous. Yeah. And as much as you people saying rioting, well, we're doing it for a reason. That's not a good reason. Like you shouldn't be destroying things. That's not a safe reason. That's not safe for the people writing themselves. It's really, it's terrible. They, it's, it's, you need to have some sort of controlled, controlled environment where everyone is safe. Everybody. Yeah, because if, if there's no safety, it's like, then why are you defunding the police? You know, people aren't safe and we're taking away money from the people who protect us. So I don't know. We'll, we'll keep updating you every episode as the situation uh, develops. Um, anyways, uh, the, this is- yeah, we'll, we'll keep you guys. Um, we'll keep you guys posted as things arouse. And speaking of arouse, let's talk about teenage boy issues. Yeah, this is be an interesting topic. Did you like that transition? Yeah, I loved it, man. Loved it. All right. Um, so uh, if you guys didn't already know, me and Colin are teenagers, and we wanted to talk a little bit about what teenage boys face everyday life. Um, I'm going to start us off by saying we definitely um, – teenage boys are framed – and definitely looked down upon in the surrounding community. I don't know if you've ever experienced this, Colin, but little things such as walking through stores, I'm looked at by security guards constantly, even when I'm not doing anything. Yeah. And it's a little, gotta be honest, it, it, it grinds my gears. Yeah, I, I feel like they always expect uh, the worst from us. Like I know um, at my high school, we're my my class, my with the class of twenty twenty two, we're kind of looked down upon as like the troublemakers at the school. And though not all of us are, you know, they really pretty much were. It's just like a stereotype, like oh, all the juniors are just a bunch of troublemakers who fool around in class and do all these things, which is it's not- and it's really annoying too. Like I'll be on the phone and and my mom will be talking to her friend, and her friend will say, "How old's Charlie now?" And she'll say, "Oh, he's a teenager." And then I hear the friend say, trouble. But really, let me ask her something. Is it trouble, really? What did she think I'm doing? I mean, I've never met this woman before and assume trouble. Now, I'm just curious to what people define as trouble, okay? Trouble as in, like, am I, like, depressed inside or because I'm, like, vaping and skateboarding outside on someone else's property? Like, people, people assume the worst about uh teen boys a lot and it is it is bad and especially when you get older to like 17 18 that's when i feel like when they really start assuming assuming things because you know you're older you know more things you know you have more responsibility which gives you more opportunity everything you do it's 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 questioned it's looked down upon girls they they definitely have it easier now i'm saying by the way I'm saying most teenage boys. I'm not saying all. Yeah, this isn't applied to everybody, but this applies for a lot of people. Especially the way boys. boys dress now. People assume the worst. If a boy likes to dress in like all black and look a little like sketchy, that shouldn't put red flags up right away. Yeah, but we could we could also flip the script here and talk about girls. You know, they also get you know dressed in you know flirty things if you want to call it that, and they get called out for that. So I mean, it, it does it really have. It is bad. If a girl wants to dress in a skirt, you can't call her out and say, hey, yeah. you're dressing like a hoe. But is it really calling her a hoe if it's just hot outside and she wants to wear a skirt? It's, it's yeah, really no. and it, and disheartening. Apply, yeah, and it applies, you know, if, let people wear what they want, you know. It's their choice. It's their life. You know, let them live their life. And let their actions decide who you think they are as people. Um, I want to call out my school. I'm not going to say the name, but my school – they are really harsh on the dress code with the girls. Yeah, that's I what strongly, I, heard I heard about that. Yeah, and I, I'm a strong believer that people should be able to do whatever they want with, I can't go to school naked, but they, yeah. um, they definitely made the skirt length on girls, I think, right at the knee. And that can that, be uncomfortable. It's that's, that's excessive. I've tried a skirt on before. Let's not, I'm going to get a little weirder. I've tried a skirt on before, making a TikTok, questionable decision, but I put one on before those things are heavy. They're uncomfortable. And I put a, I put a small one on before. Those are comfortable. But the school, they say, hey, you distract the boys. 
can't wear them. So now all the girls wear pants at my school. Um, uh, that's kind of stupid. I just think it's, look, I mean, look, if you want to wear pants, that's fine. But if you want to wear a skirt, I feel like you should be allowed to wear a skirt and that, that it shouldn't be like, oh, it distracts the boys. So then that means then boys should have to cover up their muscles and stuff. That distracts the girls, right? Facts, facts. Uh, yeah, I feel like there's a lot of changes that could be made, you know, especially what I've heard about uh, what's happening in your school. But, I mean, you know, it's not much we can do right now, unfortunately. Luckily, you know, you guys don't have to deal with that issue right now because you're not going Luckily, to. Luckily, yeah, we're on Zoom. If I want, I can show up to school with no pants, no underwear, feel great, feel And they'll loose. never know. And they'll never know. They'll never freaking know. They'll never know. I'll feel great, you know, do what I want feel free free willy you know frank and the beans out as they should be um i i just it's frustrating to me that teens are belittled their opinions are not heard as much it is frustrating but also i want to some teen teens can be annoying let's be honest yeah and i can understand that some people don't trust our opinions because there's obviously some people like i feel like they should you should trust someone's opinion almost proven otherwise like, there's no reason for you not to trust us. There's no, yeah, there's no reason at all. And look, some some teenagers are geniuses, and we are the future. So all those older people out there who are belittling and making us seem like we're nothing, just, I, I would just keep an open ear because who knows, one of our ideas could save the world one day. Yeah, it could save us from, you know, it could cure cancer. You never know. Exactly. So, um. I just wanted to throw this in today's agenda. It's a firm topic. If you feel in the comments you've been um, abused, not like child not abuse, like, yeah, yeah, but um, like looked down upon just because you're a teenager. Because it's really, it, it does suck. It does suck. I'm gonna say that. Yeah, I definitely have to agree with you. Yeah. Um. Another thing, if you see a kid making a TikTok in the street. Don't say, hey, why are you doing that? That's weird. Because that kid could have 1.2 mil and is making more money than you are. It could be making let's more just, money than your parents. Let's be honest. more money than your own parents. So if you see someone TikToking, salute them, wave at them, maybe get a shot. I don't know. Just approach them with kindness because, you know, kids nowadays are making close to Man. six figures sitting down playing video games. And I don't know what old Debbie's doing, sitting on her couch, doing nothing but watching the TV and screaming at the freaking – radio but yeah that's actually a great segue into our next topic which is yeah. uh should tiktok be banned in the united states um okay let's let's approach this at let's approach this very smartly colin um when i that's not a word smartly but let's approach this with great intelligence um our TikTok, okay, I've looked into it. Yes, other countries can see what we're doing and spy on us and getting inside information on our lives. Let me get really close to the mic here. Do they really need to see me renegating and doing all this stuff? Because I, I don't think a lot of things on TikTok are that personal. Yeah, but they're still in your personal, like they're your, all the information, what you do, what you like. I feel like, I mean, if they weren't doing that, like who cares, you know? I just, I don't, I don't, as you know, want other countries seeing my information. I'm just, you know, I'm not comfortable with that. I don't care whatever it is. I just don't, I don't want that. Because I know like if a army, gets, like, like if a military personnel has it, then, you know, now they know things, they might know things about our military, you know, you never know. And they could easily just use that as a way to, you know, hack anything. I don't know. That's just, that might be a little far fetched, but that's what I was thinking. We what we we just need to figure out what they're doing with that information because as of now, um, look, they're not going to get any any information from like a little girl dancing and like shaking that thing back and throwing it back. But that's a little weird that they're looking at that. But um, there are some people who do put valuable information on TikTok, which could um negatively affect the U.S. Um, yeah, I don't. I don't know how I've, how I feel about it being banned though. Um, I don't know. I actually don't know. Um, what do you think? I I honestly feel like 
I'm mixed. Like, I'm kind of on the fence with this one. Uh, the only big reason I wanted to get, I would wanted to get banned is, you know, the information, um, especially what, what they could do with that. You know, they could sell that information to other third-party uh, companies. And I don't, I'm honestly not comfortable with that. I think we need to, I honestly think we need to maybe get it, not banned, but like banned for a time, you know, until we can find a way to prevent them from using our information, getting it. I think that's really the, the major issue there. Yeah, you're, you're definitely right on that. I think, I think a temporary banning to fix the problem and kind of prevent them from taking our information would be a smart thing. I think that'd be a, the best logical move if you want to say that. A temporary ban, that actually sounds like a fantastic idea. And then they can negotiate with other countries if they find out if they actually are taking our information. Yeah, for sure. Because I I think their their headquarters is in China. I'm pretty sure they're chi- a Chinese company that runs. Yeah, TikTok. you are you are right on that. Yeah. So I mean, you never know. I, I'm not opposed. You know, it's a great app. You know, it allows people to create content that is unique to other uh, other content that we see on the internet today. You know, it allows people to make a living. And I, obviously, I don't want to. You know, people like you know Charlie D'Amelio. They make lots of money off TikTok and brand deals that are all from TikTok. So, I mean, I don't want to take away people's living and their, how they make money, but we need to keep people's information private that they want to keep private. Yeah. Um, I definitely, um, it, it is a, a huge topic. Um, very debatable. A lot of people are automatically going to say, no, don't ban TikTok, but you have to look at the facts. Um, our information is being sold to, um, other countries. So, yeah. Um, so should we get into our, uh, one of our la- uh, last topics of the day? We should, but before you say that, mind if I read our fun fact for the day? Go ahead. Um, Denver Broncos, Chad, Chad admitted he takes Viagra before every game because he believed no one could stop him if he ran on three legs. <laughs> oh my God. Nice. Now into our nice. next topic. Nice. Colin, would you like to hit him with it? Yeah, so this topic involves, um, you know, really, uh, you know, the police, you know, what's been going on in today's, uh, in really especially in the United States. Um, and the question I really wanted to ask was, do police get too much hate and much of the blame and, uh, you know, in today's world? Uh, what do you think about that? I, I do believe a lot of police who are good, I'm saying this, the good police, they get a lot of hate. And I've even heard people say terrible things, how we shouldn't even have police. And it's just, are you good, bro? Like, I, I mean, no police realize that would, the crime, like, I just, I can't even say it, but like, I believe people are intelligent to know what would happen if there were no police. It's called the anarchy. It, it's called free, free freedom. That's called everyone's going to kill themselves, um, get killed. But now we talk about defunding the police. Okay, defunding the police. Don't defund the police. If anything, put more money into the police so they can use that money to help do better background checks. They can do better training. They can do better training. Everything can be better. If anything, put more money so they can, they can like open police schools and like just become better all around and like help protect us like our communities and they say well we're going to put into you know other things but i'm just saying you're taking away money you want them to be higher you put higher standards and you expect more training and but you're taking away the money which means you're going to have less of everything which is means worse training so i mean the logic there doesn't really make sense into what they're doing it really doesn't at all and i'm really sick of people saying the military does nothing for us if it weren't for the military we'd be we'd be getting like bombed right now yeah and and you know and the police if you get robbed and you call 911 you know well we can't we don't have enough units no no there's not like what are you gonna do when someone comes in your home and they try to attack you you can't say hey that's not nice 
um, um, uh, you're going to throw a book at them? No, it's just like, you got to call the cops. And I even saw this thing the other day, how they should replace 911 with different units for like, um, like invasion of like, you're feeling depressed or like you want to help someone like just like if someone's trying to attack you. I even saw this one thing uh, like you call the police if someone's trying to attack you and you want to call the police to talk to that person to help calm them down what do you the robber's gonna look at you like you're crazy and just stab you with it what are you gonna do like whip out hold on let me whip out my book of let me just find out which right number to call no you call 911 if there's a problem and, and when people That's say that save you and when people say oh well you know we ban guns criminals they're like they're already committing a legal act who says oh well you know it's illegal now we can't buy guns they're gonna have a gun they're just gonna buy it on a black market they're gonna find you can't i'm sorry in this country they they'll you can try to get rid of any they ban jewels people still have them yeah exactly you can't do anything about it you know you know people uh people they said cigarettes are bad for you lung cancer people still do it it's yeah, it, no one's going to – and also, you can't change people's opinions about anything either because people are still going to believe their own thing. Stop coming at people, forcing them to get involved with these politics that they don't want to talk about. If they want to talk about it, they don't have to talk about it. Yeah, exactly. I don't know why people are expecting you to get in the conversation. And, you know, I have a lot of opinions about certain movements. I, I don't think we should really talk about them today unless you really no, – not. We're not going to, but um, I just want to point out, Colin the other day posted something on his Snapchat story. Um, and I strongly believe if someone does not want to be a part of something, you can't force them. That doesn't make them a bad person. They have their own personal reason why they don't want to be a part of something. You can't, someone might not want to be a part of the ping pong club, but they still like ping pong. Yeah, exactly. They just don't want to be part of the club and you can't hate on people and call them bad people just because they don't want to get engaged with that. Yeah. And, and yeah, I'd love to get into politics and you know why, but I'm not really interested in getting into an online argument with people that disagree with me and call me racist. And I mean, I'm honestly just done with the politics in this country. And technically a lot of these arguments that you get into on social media, you try to state facts and the other person will just say, no, no, you're wrong. You're wrong. You're not. And not open up and listen. So if people actually learn to listen to other people's opinions and then they respectfully say, well, I think differently. You can't say, well, you're wrong and I'm right. There's no going around it. They're so close-minded and that's, yeah. what's going to hurt our country. Our country yeah. Close-minded people. This country needs to be filled with people who are open-minded, open-minded and open to other people's suggestions. I think that that's the type of people that we need in Washington that can help, you know, get things done to help the people of this country, which is who they're representing that voted them into that, uh, that position in the first place. So honestly, I think the country as a whole needs to become more open-minded and more willing to compromise and help and people. When I say, when I say open-minded too, um, look, I, when I open-minded, you open-minded can mean listening to someone's idea. This is listening to someone's idea. Now you always have to do what they're saying, but at least listening about it and thinking about it, that's being open-minded. And then coming back and saying, you know what? I thought about it. I personally don't like your idea, but that's your idea. Um, yeah. I feel like we're open-minded, oh, sorry. but sorry. Uh, people who keep saying, no, 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 this is what people should do. This is what you need to do. This is what you need to do. That's not going to work because people are going to get mad that you're, they're being forced to tell what to do. If you say, hey, I suggest you do this, give them the reasons that would benefit. That's what's going to help people all around. And if they say no, then there's nothing you can do about it. Yeah, I feel like we're losing some uh, our the right. Not This isn't like an official right, but we're, we're losing our right to have, you know, our own opinions. We're, no one's really respecting the other side's opinions. Like I tried to respect someone with an opposing opinion like that's what you believe you're welcome to that view i just don't agree with you that's like the respectful way to put it it's exactly but a lot of a lot of these people they they denounce you for your views and they they say you're canceled we talked about this last episode cancel culture It's It's, it's immature it's immature it's immature and i can't believe people my age are acting like this and yeah. dropping people. Personally, yeah. I just lost two of my best friends because they don't agree with what I agree with. Yeah, I've, lo- I've, I've lost potential friendships 
because of my views. And I'm like, well, I'm not complaining because if you, if you don't want to be my friend because, you know, my political views, that's, that's great for me. I don't want a fake friend. But, you know, the people that – the fact that people are choosing politics over friendship is outrageous. It's disgusting. It's all the above. And a lot of young people, I think what they're forgetting is they have lives ahead of them. And they're looking at all these politics and stuff and looking and trying to get into stuff that they, they, they can't handle. Young people right now, they need to focus on themselves and their own personal futures. It's good to focus on other people's futures too, but you got to wake up one day and realize that at the end of the day, you got to, you got to, there's, you have, everyone has a purpose in life and you have to go find your own purpose. You can't look for other people's purposes. You have to find yours first. And then you go help people once you have the knowledge that you know about yourself. And, and honestly, if you're really looking at, you know, what people are, how, you know, teenagers are getting into politics, you can't even vote yet. Let's be honest. No high schooler can vote yet. Cannot vote. No, statistically, no, no, unless you're a holdback, you cannot vote as a high schooler. Well, I know. I think only seniors could vote, but most, yeah, yeah. Right. Most seniors, if you're 18, seniors can vote, but. Like, oh, no, I'm sorry. Yeah, but like most, I'm sorry, most high schoolers, but there yeah. are a lot of 18 year olds. Yeah, but if you look at most high schoolers will not be voting this year. You know, I turned 17 this year, but I, you know, I'm a year short, you know, we are, but, you know, people are supporting all these things and then, you know, don't, you know, don't vote for this person. I'm like, honestly, you shouldn't even be talking because you're not going to be voting. Yeah, if you say, hey, if you vote for this person, we're not friends anymore. That sounds like a close minded person. Yeah, 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 for sure, for sure. And technically, it's really hard to be friends with closed-minded people. I'll try to be friends with them because I'm open-minded. But if they're closed-minded, then it's not going to work because I can't get in. And I'm trying to go in now, but they won't let me. <laughs> Good reference there. That was a little inside joke. Um, right. You'll understand that if... Uh, if, you, if you, Well, we'll keep yeah, it as an inside we'll joke. Just, we'll just keep it as an inside joke. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's a great joke. Uh, if you know what we're talking about, put it in the comments below. I'm going in now. <laughs> going in now, baby. It was like art to me. Um, but yeah, I'm honestly done with all the politics in this country, especially you know too. the me fact and Colin that moving to Arrowhead. Yeah, that, that's my boy. Yeah. Nay, you're coming up with us. Yeah, some other people too. We won't get into that, but yeah, yeah, yeah. that's <laughs> my boy. <laughs> yeah, uh, um, Nay, if you're listening, um, I love you. No homo. But yeah, it's not. It's not homosexual. It's homosexual. Nothing wrong with homosexual, by the way. Um, nothing wrong with that at all. And if you get mad at us that we didn't say anything bad about the community, so don't get oh. Really quick, Colin, have you heard of that pedosexuality? I have never heard of it. So there's this, they're adding a new thing to the LGBTQ oh, community. Here we go. I'm sorry if I didn't get all the letters in. I, LGBT, I think it's LGBTQ plus. I don't know. Plus, okay, plus is for the, all the other ones because there's a lot. Um, there's a new one. It's called pedosexuality. Pedo- pedophiles now made a name for themselves so it's not trying to touch little children it's now you're sexually attracted to little children yeah i'm really disturbed by that that, that that's a new thing now and um i i wouldn't call that pedosexuality i just call that stop touching those little children yeah that's, um that's a little weird yeah it's a little weird um, I have I have a lot of opinions on that community, and they're not negative ones. It's just all about the the many sexuality views that there are. I think there's like over thirty. I, I have a, opinions on that. I think it's interesting. And also to all those people, if people don't know about it, and if you get mad because someone doesn't like address you as the correct term, you shouldn't get mad at those people. Because I'm gonna like, I, this isn't at all true, but. I'm going to estimate that about 96% of the population, even more, doesn't know about all of the different sexualities. Yeah, I, I feel like some of it just is, some people might not like what I have, about, like what I might, I'm about to say about this, but I feel like some of it is just like, 
it's unnecessary terms that people just feel that they need. Like it's a personal need. It, it definitely, some of them are personal needs. A lot of like, people don't like what we're saying that. But some, but like some, some of them make sense. Like I can understand why you would like to be called that. But honestly, it's just like, this is how I view it. It's, it's either, yeah. you know, you're, you're gay or lesbian, you're straight or you're bisexual. That's honestly how I view it. Or you're, you're, you're none. You're, I think, it, but it's, I feel like there's just too many terms that they're making this so complicated that it needs to be. And look, you can have those terms, but don't get on other people for not knowing about it. Because a lot of people don't have the time to like focus on themselves and make sure they're addressing you as how you want to be addressed. Some people don't. I'm not, I'm not saying all. I'm not saying I. I'm saying some people don't have the time to go out of their way to accommodate just for you. Because life, no one's going to accommodate just for you. Even if you're straight, no matter what you are, what race, what whatever you yeah, are. No. Yeah, no, no one's going to have the time to perfectly accommodate whatever you want. It's like you go to your job, they have a wooden chair, and you say, hey, can I get a leather, a full leather chair? They're not going to do that. Yeah, it's like no matter race, gender, nationality, no one's going you don't, to, you don't get whatever you want. You know, it is what it is. Oh, uh, a new update uh, a couple hours ago. Bill, uh, Buffalo Bill, you know, uh, Buffalo Bill's the, the NFL team. Uh, they had to send home their rookies after five positive coronavirus tests. Wow. That, that's interesting. Five. I, that means more probably have it, right? Or is the whole team? No. Well, it's just the rookies because the rookies come in the first day. So, oh. so I don't know if it'll affect the veterans on that team, but the rookies will have to do virtual work um, in response to the positive tests uh, on their team. So that'll be interesting for that team. Um, another update really quick. NFL memes underscore IG just posted one hour ago with oh new God. NFL top 100 rankings coming in at number five, Mitch Trubisky makes sense. Number four, it's the Butterman himself, Nelson Algalor. Uh, I think he can't see, um, Earl Thomas. What's that thing about? He had sex with his cousin or something or, uh, I think it was cheating on his wife. On his wife with his cousin or something. I don't know. Um, that's number three. Um, number two, Mason Rudolph. Got hit in the head a couple times. Nice. Coming in at number one, this is a this is a shocker to most people. Jackson Mahomes, number one. Um, quickly put up some of his – we're going to put up on the screen some of his dances from TikTok. The man's got hips like no other. He can move his hands in the air just like he doesn't care. Jackson, the goat, Mahomes, standing in at six foot six, at least over two hundred pounds. Really interesting brother um, of Patrick Mahomes, and great guy. Don't know him, but um, love the videos. Yeah. Oh, and um, Nigel Bradham. Do you know who that is? No, who's Nigel? Uh, he's a. He used to be a with the Eagles. He's signing with the Saints. For any Saints fans out there. The Saints. Wow. Yeah, there's been a lot of things going on today, there's more than lot, usual. There's a lot of active. You know, Lush- of- <laughs> Tom Coughlin uh, was injured in a biking accident. He's the executive at the Jacksonville Jaguars NFL team. Wow, there's a lot. There is a lot going on. Yeah, facts like, you know, LaShawn McCoy, you know, Nigel Bradham, Tom Coughlin, NBA starts today. You know, there's a lot of there's a lot of things going on uh, a lot today. Happening. It's exciting. It's exciting. Um, and it's good that we can talk about this. You know, it's on the perfect podcast. for a podcast. Didn't think we'd film today. Really, we had a our new mics came in. So Colin's new mic came in. So we had to yeah. fix our setups. We're actually recording at Separate. home. I think we already went over that. We're at Zoom. I'm in West LA. Colin, I'm not going to say where that we live. Actually, that's weird. Um, <laughs> I'm I'm in Africa. Um, okay. I'm in uh, uh, the Antarctic. Yeah, um, I'm in New England with Tom Brady. I'm in Tampa Bay with Tom Brady. Actually, right if now. you can do this, bleep out where I said I live because I believe I said I said it. Yeah, well, yeah, we'll figure. Yeah, okay. Pay you an I'll extra ten dollars to go yeah. bleep that out. Yeah, Colin, Colin's the editor. Um, does a great job. Um, yeah. anything else before we go? I mean, I mean, there's not really that much. Is there anything else you want to talk about? Um, I don't believe so. Um. Make sure you go follow us on Instagram. Um, uh, we'll put those, link, the links link, down to that. Link in bio. Link in bio. Link in the, uh, the description, you mean? The description, wherever you want to. Yeah, it's there. Yeah. Um, we're going to be, uh, so yeah, new name. 
Uh, you'll find it uh, uh, under out front with, uh, what is it, Colin, Charlie, Charlie, Colin, whatever. Um, Comment down below if you have any suggestions or um, disagree, agree with any of our ideas on this podcast. Um, it was a great show today. Um, yeah, you know, it was a great success, you know, even though it was on Zoom, it was very successful. Very successful. Um, I believe after, we're going to keep doing a couple more episodes. We're going to start having special guests soon. Yeah, we're trying I'll to get be some. exciting. Yeah, we'll have. Uh, I, I, I believe Nene will be our first guest. We'll, yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely. Uh, definitely, yeah. Oh, I do, I do uh, we will try to get maybe uh, one more episode every week. So, you know, you want to, don't you want to, uh, you know, Charlie, would you agree that we want to get maybe an uh, additional episode every week so, you know, we can get more for the viewers? To watch every yeah, week. no, we definitely want to provide as much content as possible. We love you guys. Um, we're yeah, trying we our best here with what we have. Um, yeah, we're just trying to provide a good community for everyone. And yeah, and, boys, uh, girls, and uh, else. Yeah, so uh, you know, this is pretty much the end of the episode for today. Um, we're now we do have a separate channel, so we won't be exclusively on Skycore Gaming. We'll be on our Outfront YouTube channel. We'll also be like usual on Spotify and Apple Podcasts, as well as Acast, our aggregator. Um, otherwise, you know, great episode. Enjoy talking to you today, my man. Uh, good talking to you too, Colin. And yeah, you know I'll call you later. We'll yeah, we'll, yeah. Otherwise, um, we'll see you next episode. See you guys. See you guys.